0: Welp, the Sharks head to the happiest place on earth and are feeling sad. A rough loss in the shootout will break down the Ducks' victory over the Sharks and more right now on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is February twenty second, twenty twenty two. The Sharks lose in the shootout, four to three, over the Anaheim Ducks. Good evening, and welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live, interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every game, and if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it: chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. Of course, follow us on the social: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and find everything at Teal Town USA. Dot com. And it is a great pleasure to welcome in our very good friend, a friend of the show. I think you were like right, the original one. Take that, Brody Brazil. Uh, Shalena Go Goleman from NHL.com. How have you been, my friend?
1: Doing well. It's so nice to see you.
0: Great to see you as well. I and mean, it's always nice to have you around. Uh, again, as, as I've said, you were one of the original uh, supporters of us uh, in the... Uh, in the wee wee early days of technology after dark, when we had only four subscribers, so uh, <laughs> it, it's great to see you. It's great uh, to see you grow at, with your stuff at NHL.com, and um, you know I, I, I'm I'm feeling the Iron Maiden. Outfit you got going on tonight?
1: Thank you. This is uh, yeah, this is one that I probably I've gotten away with wearing since this is my ninth season. They kind of let me wear whatever I want to to the tank, but I'm thinking this is one that they I would probably get into the box and they'd be like, no, Shalana. Like, um, let's calm it down.
0: See, they this and a couple of
1: my Slayer tees probably shouldn't go to work.
0: But see, they had that album collection, so I'm I'm thinking if you get those shirts, they kind of would be, Uh you know. I just like saying, it. I, mean, I like, like a
1: fashion loophole. Big I, I'm, fan.
0: I'm just saying, you know. As <laughs> for me, it is 2-22-22. so of course, I, I'm feeling 22. Dan, mother, you had to rock Dan and, Boyle. Yeah, of
1: course.
0: His game-worn jersey from 2010. You know, the the one he wore when he inadvertently put the puck in his own net against.
1: Inadvertently. <sighs> bless
0: that man. But yes, love that guy. <laughs> but uh, so let's get to this game because sharks have lost 10 of their last 12. They've lost six well, let's put it this way. They haven't won in six games. They picked up points here and there, but um, but Ryan Dezingle makes his shark's debut. Uh, what did you what did you see from him? what what were you getting from him? Um, I, I mean, I'm sure it's been a, a crazy trip all over the country. Uh, For or all over the continent for that matter.
1: Well from what I understand he didn't even go all the way to Toronto I don't I think he's I think he stayed in Arizona, which is you know nice for him He didn't have to do the whole cross-country thing, which was which was nice. I liked what I saw from him tonight Um, I you know, he you know, he he generated a lot of offense. He drew that penalty late um, you know in OT and um, he was a really good compliment on Couture's wing. I, 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 that's something I really saw. Once Timo Meyer was moved off of Couture's wing, you could see that they had a hard time putting guys there um, who could fit well. And, you know, uh, you know, Balzers looks really good there, but with him being in and out, hurt a lot, you didn't see him have a lot of flow and as good as Couture is, he has to have a good supporting cast around him. Um, I liked what I saw from Diz- I liked how Disingle complimented him with um, with um balsers on the other wing. I thought he looked pretty good. And that was a highlight. And this wasn't a bad game necessarily. No. But you know they, they, they you know you lose six you know, you you lose every game coming out of that long break. And even though this was, you know, the best looking out of all of them, once you once you don't capitalize on that power play in OT, and that was, I think, their weakest of all of their power plays. Um, T- uh, Hurdle couldn't get anything going tonight. He looked good in the faceoff circle, but you know, even though he was, you know, present in front of the net, he just couldn't get his stick on it on anything. And so, um, you know, there 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 were a lot of positives in tonight's game. I thought they came out much stronger. I thought they were stronger throughout the game um but there's still those defensive lapses and you know james reimer it's he's his throughout his career his best work has always been when he works in a tandem that's just kind of how he functions i think you and i have talked about that right. before um and that just hasn't happened for him and when you have and you can see that he's feeling frustrated and he he's a very cool and composed guy you can see that it's starting to get to him and you know, when you have a defense in front of you, that's going to let stuff get back to you that much. That makes it even harder. So yeah. yeah, they scored three goals tonight and that's good, but they also gave up three and they, you're not going to get over the hump doing that every night.
0: Yeah. And, and that's always been the tough struggle here. I mean, I, I think the number of times we've said on the show, it's not completely James Reimer's fault. he's had, he's had, he, he misses here and there which are gonna happen um or like the one goal that made it one nothing. I mean like the Sharks had a pretty solid first period but then they get caught up with ice I know Burns was pinching on that play but then all of a sudden it's a 2-0 I think I even saw Couture like what the heck? <laughs> Go yeah, up there.
1: It's yeah. so in the, the, the those lapses and they this that the sharks particularly right now are are one of those teams where literally any and every mistake that they make ends up in the back of their net. It's this. That's just kind of where they're at right now. They can't afford to make all of these mistakes. And you know you you know if they get the win tonight, you know they're within striking distance of Vancouver. And that's you know and the, you know and the other problem is that everybody ahead of them in the standings is winning right now yep. and doing things. And it's, you know, again, like tonight was definitely better, but it's, it, you you can see it with certain guys that that frustration has really sunk in and they're really, really struggling with it right now. And, um, you know, OT win tonight really would have helped them get over the hump. And they've got some tough teams. They've got two tough teams, two tough East, Eastern Conference teams coming in in the next two games and a back-to-back on top of
0: that. Yeah, they have three games in the next four nights. They have the Islanders who, you know, let's be honest here, they they have have struggled at times this year, but they've gone to the Final Four the last couple of seasons, uh, no matter what, how many games are played. Then you have Boston, which is always tough. We, we saw what happened early in the year with the Sharks. Then you have the Seattle Kraken, which... Have been a thorn in the Sharks' all season long, uh, which is something you don't want to really see. Uh, and, and but I thought after that one nothing goal, they still carried that period. They they got Couture on the board. You know his, his I think it was his 16th from Burns, and then Burns gets off the Schneider, his fifth from Nieto and Meyer. I think it was what his first goal in 16 games.
1: I think it was 16 was what Brett was wow. what Brett Hedekin had said and i mean and i it was back before the break i remember looking and wondering you know when was the last time that Brent Burns got a goal um and you know, and to get I mean, and that was so great, but then you know, le- but then you know, later in that period he does something goofy again. And you know, he's always he's long time he's been a player where he does something, you know, silly, but then he scores a goal. And so and it's always been very back and forth when he's not generating offense and he's just making those mistakes. That doesn't look it's so, I mean, I I mean I'm de- it's definitely good that he, you know, that that you know that he was able to score there. That's good. I know that he's carrying a huge workload. Um, with Carlson out but still but still you've got you've got to play cleaner than that especially when you're you know especially when you're playing for a team that's on a really long losing streak you've got to tighten up
0: yeah i mean i'm looking at the time on ice tonight He played 30 25 uh which is i think if i'm not mistaken and correct me if i'm wrong that's the first time he's gone over 30 granted this game went into overtime so you know 30 out of 65 but Melosh played 20 Middleton played 21 minutes Ferraro played 24 Shimick and Vlasic, you know, were eleven forty-six and ten thirty four respectively. Uh, to me, that's a that's still a concern that you, you you keep throwing those guys out for half the time the the other four of the six.
1: Yeah, that um that is a concern. It's, um you know, it, there 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 is some there is a slight benefit to the fact that Ferrara can eat up more minutes than he did when he was a rookie. Um, that's definitely good. Um, you know Malash has really stepped up um, but you know to have a veteran to have two veterans like Vlasic and Shimmick who can't who can't pull their weight that I mean that's not good especially for Vlasic. you know, having covered him all you know mm-hmm. nine seasons I've covered the team and watch him go from you know you know top pair guy to oh you're playing half, less than half as much as you know, you know, for other defense. And that's, that's not good.
0: No. Uh, and it doesn't help contract wise either. No. Uh, Cause that just magnifies it completely. Um, what did you take from, from the hit that the got on Delorier? And of course it led to a, a good bout for Jonah Gadjevich along with Nick Delorier. I, I thought that was a, a that nice. Was a dis- good fight. Yeah. That
1: was a good fight. I like, Gakovich has a lot of grit. I really like his grit. that's something um, that Bob has pointed out before. Um, I like what he brings I, I, I like what he brings to that fourth line. He's um it, 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 he, he has that physicality that, that 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 bottom six needs um and that was a good scrap it was, yeah. it was and I I liked, I liked that the officials kind of backed off and let them and let them go for it because um, that 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 was one where I think they were almost thinking about getting in there and then they didn't. But I like that they got that scrub, especially because you know, you you know, I'm not one to say, oh, the officials got that. I'm not one to be like, oh, the officials. Got this wrong, got that wrong. They were two in favor. Da da da, da. The, the, I thought I thought the ducks got away with a couple hits. The yeah. the Ricky Raquel one is the one that really stands out to me because that was dangerous and the way he reacted afterwards. I don't think it was intentional, but that's still a penalty. Right. You you, you can't get around that. And there were a couple other ones that were like that were um. But you know, but then the sharks would get call for something similar and you can see Bob on, you can use you new, know, you, know, you know, the camera on Bob's face. And he's like, okay, well how does that work?
0: Exactly. Um,
1: no, I did think it, it was a bit lopsided. I mean, it, it, the game still ended up tied and in going into overtime. So it wasn't, you know, the ducks getting a power play that puts them like way beyond, which I think would have been a huge problem. But uh, yeah, there, there, there were a couple hits there that were really dangerous. The, the, that Raquel one, mm-hmm. um, which was really really scary cuz that could have i mean that
0: that could, could have been really bad crashing. especially that, how how Balser's went into the in the boards with the shoulder uh, Yeah. You know, uh but after that one period, hey, they scored a goal in the first period. It's like the first time in like five yes. games. Uh first first period lead since they played in Florida.
1: Yeah. Huge. <laughs> it's that seems like months ago.
0: It's it's the little things, right? Right. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, then the sharks kind of got into some penalty trouble in the second period. Barabonov takes a couple of penalties there. Ricard Raquel decides to go on a, on a tear. He gets two goals. Uh, but I I liked I liked Couture getting on the power play. I really I know he didn't get an assist on on the goal on Couture's second of the game, but I really like how Dzingel kind of calmed down everything. Kind of kind of just. Dangle the puck, then set up everything, and then it just started to flow a lot better on that goal. Well,
1: like, well, like, like I said earlier, I like how quickly he he assimilated. Um, he, he, you know, he really he gelled really, really well with Couture throughout this entire game and I, and that's really that's a really good step going forward mean um, he really did have sort of because the power and the power play has been so pass, pass pass right. the last couple of games um this game I, I thought it finally looked better um he uh, and so he brought an element where yeah he kind of calmed the pace down and kind of slowed it down actually for like the enti- for like both units and so and I, I thought and that thought that setup up. I thought that set up nicely for Couture's goal. I thought that was I thought that 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 was big. It wasn't about you know him making some big pass or anything. It was it was very I I liked it. It had, it had really good flow to it.
0: Yeah, and that's what they need, especially on a power play. Because look what happens when you score, you make them pay. You make them think second secondly about taking calls. And I believe what the Sharks were one for five on the power play. Tonight and, and it could it could have been a lot better, especially how they were shooting. Uh, I mean, honestly, Shalena, they played a pretty good game. They just uh, just had a you know a rough draw, a rough draw on the faceoff draw where you know Raquel ties it up. But I mean, faceoff sixty one percent. They they outshot the Ducks forty three to twenty nine. I mean, uh, overall good win. But I thought in the third period they kind of like lost their their boost or their power a little bit
1: the, i mean they 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 went i mean the third period was very back and forth i thought i thought both teams tightened up defensively and neither one really went for the throat um so that was i mean De, i mean deloré almost had you know the bare <laughs> bond of but but buzzer beater yeah. right there at the end which he did not but um yeah, I thought both teams they kind of mirrored each other and they both kind of buckled down and neither one of them re- 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 really charged to get that fourth goal. Um which was which I thought was kind of interesting because the, because the Ducks are also, you know, you know trying to you know move their way up and get into, you know, you know be in the playoff discussion. So, yeah, it wasn't but I mean, it, like you said, it wasn't an, it, it was a overall it was a good game for the sharks they did they did a lot of good things unfortunately at this time of the year that doesn't mean anything you're down you're you're, you're down the second leg and you're you know you've lost nine out of ten and it, 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 you can do all those good things but if you're not getting that done on the scoreboard and you're, you're not winning it doesn't really mean anything in the end
0: yeah and of course the sharks would not get a, would get some good chances on the power play but it wasn't enough uh, then it goes into shootout. Zegris tamed himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah, he was actually pretty chill. Um, I was I was kind of sitting there. I was just kind of sitting there waiting. I was like, mm, "What's he going to do today?" Right. Um, <laughs> we, 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 because he is fun to watch. He's he you know he's very you know he's young and flashy, and it's it's great entertainment. Um, but but that but that last you know that last one in the shootout like actually hit Reimer's pad and then jumped over. because he'd sprawled out and stopped it, and then it hopped, and you could watch you watched him. He knew he stopped it, and then he saw it go over and just went, <sighs> yeah. Because he because he'd been on that too, and it was just such an unfortunate. That was just such an unfortunate. Just bounce over. You could see him get deflated and
0: yeah. <sighs> it's it's I, mean,
1: it's I mean still i mean solars gets credit like right. you know he he did a really good job so you know hats off to him i guess but yeah it's the yeah the sharks do a lot of good things but it's they have, they have to win games that's all yeah. that it comes down to
0: yeah i mean they do pick up a point so they're at 50 points uh they're they're 22 22 and 6 now uh but they have I mean, looking just looking at the standings right now. Uh, they got a lot of ground to make up uh, with all every everybody with those games in hand. Uh, while the Sharks were off for for about two weeks, which by the way that was nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know they sit seventh in the wild card, and, and you know Anaheim's hanging tight with with the uh kings for that last playoff spot the last wild card I and mean, granted outside of when calgary went on a roll and edmonton you know all of a sudden Wonderboy boy jay woodcroft you know gets called up from baker's jay
1: woodcroft right doing big things
0: it, it's 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 kind of weird because it's like he's it's a division rival but you're so proud of the guy because he did so much work for todd mcclellan here in san jose and in his time for edmonton um do just him.
1: watch just knowing how much work he put in how much he learned over that time so just, so when so when I found out that he was getting appointed head coach I was like all day yeah so good I mean that, I mean that's that's awesome for him good for him
0: good for him yeah and, they,
1: and they, it seems like it seems like their locker room is responding well to him and what you know and what and what he's doing which is, which is pretty amazing given that I mentioned such a train wreck so
0: right uh, it, that's just seems like a craziness going on in there with you know everything falling apart then you add a Vander Kane we 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 saw that weird press conference where where uh Tippett looks all weird and then you have the entire pissy comment uh about from di- Dricele it was just a a cluster puck uh, yeah. there you know and that's just crazy
1: not great dude
0: yeah um so yeah the sharks currently sit nine points out of a playoff spot with uh you know granted anaheim has played three more games than them uh but you're looking at anaheim dallas vancouver winnipeg uh and la to leapfrog right now so that's it's a tough one to take they're now three five and two in the pacific which has been the daunting task for them and granted you know it's nice to see Aiden Hills starting to get back. He's on IR good to hear that potentially Eric Carlson is starting to skate a little bit same with Kevin LeBanc. but is Carlson is I don't want to say ahead of schedule but he's he's progressed more than LeBanc has
1: Oh well, you know different different injuries and different severities of 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 injuries LeBanc was banked up really really, really bad um oh, that was they're being as ginger as possible with him um and eric um eric carlson i think this is about that he's somewhat sort just because he's getting that he he's gonna be he's gonna stay out there and try to you know keep his legs active he's he's matured a lot in the time that he's been with the sharks and he's not going to just sit back and be injured he's he, he's going to try his best to keep himself in shape right now um and Aiden Hill, Aiden, I mean, they need Aiden Hill healthy, because, like, you know, the whole point, you know, at the, at the start of the season was to have more of a tandem. And even when Hill kind of started to falter after a few starts, and Reimer was getting more starts, you were still seeing Hill get in there a little bit more. Um, and Reimer just has his best stuff when he has a couple more breaks in there. That's just, that just kind of keeps him fresh. That's just kind of where he's at. And the track just have not been able to do that with um, Pean Hill, um, you know, not being great a lot of the time and then being injured. Um, so that plan has kind of gone out the window. So if they can get him back healthy and in net, that would be huge.
0: That would be massive. But is there even a chance that... Bob could go with Sachenko, especially. I when... was
1: actually kind of surprised that he didn't go with Sachenko tonight. Um, just with how just with um, how heavy the next two teams are. I mean, so so we'll definitely see Sachenko so- over the uh, over the weekend. I would assume against Seattle. Yeah. Um, just because it's the lesser of the two evils, because. Boston's a, a, a as they traditionally are they're a big they're a they're a very heavy team they're a tough team um, and they're on a I mean they just they, just spanked the avalanche yesterday. That was a bloodbath yeah. of a game. Wow. And, you know, they're battling to get into a better, you know, a better position, you know, come playoff time. So they're going to go on a roll. They're on their California swing. They're going to be tough to play. I would think that Reimer would go in on Saturday against Boston. And then, you know, even though the Islanders are, you know, they're the Islanders, they're also a tough team. And they And they typically play the shark's pretty tough. Um, so I would assume that you would be Reimer probably looking at Thursday, Saturday, and then she unless something magical happens and Hill comes back.
0: That's what I was going to say. Unless Hill makes a dramatic recovery and he gets a start s- Sunday. yeah. You know? So uh, it's, this is a stretch that, that I think a lot of sharks fans were kind of expecting to see whether or not, you know, it's, it's a good one or, or a bad one. And, and uh, you're going through the 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 tough pains of, of having missing your be- one of your best defensemen you know granted LeBanc was kind of playing the fourth line for the most part when he was when he got hurt uh he's still one of your scores uh we haven't heard a whole lot from Kinishev i assume that he, that's not looking good for the year
1: i um, when we talked to Joe Will i got the impression even Joe Will keeps his you know holds his cards pretty pretty close to the vest so of um But yeah, we uh, somebody had asked about Knyazev, and it was you know he didn't it was he hadn't progressed like they thought he would or something like that. Maybe, but he he, mean we haven't we haven't even seen him skate at all. Um, So not entirely sure if it was worse than they expected, or what or what the deal was. Yeah, it's it's almost it's it's looking um, lack of a better you know lack of a better comparison, even though it wasn't this bad, but when Ra- when Raffi Torres had to have the cadaver taken out of his knee and he was gone and nobody knew what was going on, and it was, oh, he's not progressing well. It's like, okay, well, is he coming back or not? <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't think we're seeing Kenechov the- this season.
0: That, that's a bummer because I, I thought he looked really good last year and really made a name for himself. Uh, hopefully he can, um, not, not to feed off of the, the theme of the season, hopefully he can bounce back, uh, you know, for uh, for next season. So, uh, this is this is a little weird. I have comments from the locker room. You're with me. <laughs> well, that's fun. Uh, so let's see. Uh, you know, C- Logan Couture, I think it's natural when you get to this point, if you're on the outside looking in, you start thinking about the deadline. Bougarder told us to let it go and just play.
1: So Curtis probably asked about the trade deadline again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hi, Curtis. Um, yeah, it's it's this. You know, it's you know they, the 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 guys are getting asked a ton about if they're thinking about it or not. Right. Um, and you know, it's typically, oh well, I oh I don't think about that. I don't focus on that. Couture always being honest, even when it hurts. Definitely. So that kind of says, oh no, I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm looking at that.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, how, how are, let me ask you this before we move on. How are the guys doing? I, I know that's kind of a tough one to ask, but, you uh, know, it seemed like they were with boosted confidence. But I think with this streak going on right now, uh, you know, I can I can understand if if the frustrations are are coming in and then. Than you now. The trade deadline is starting to loom on top of trying to get get a playoff spot.
1: Yeah, it's harder to tell just with how the setup is with because of COVID. We we we, we still don't have dressing room access. We still have to stay up. So you're, so you're not able to go to guys you know guys stalls to talk to them you know and it which is you know, when you don't have cameras. It's always easier to get kind of a feel um no but guys who have come out to talk have, have have admitted that they're frustrated and you can see in how they're playing that you know that they're frustrated and um i i think a lot of frustration has come th- through the fact that that stretch that they had that road trip that they had right before the big break even those couple of losses that they had some of those ot losses they played well and they're still getting points right and you know, and then to have to, you know to have that momentum and be like so close to breaking out and then having to go on a break, I think that really really killed things. And that has come back up the fact that they had this long layoff and now we're having trouble getting something going. Um, so yeah, there there's definitely you know a feel of frustration. It's it's probably even worse in the in the dressing room than when they come out in front of the camera, to be honest. But you can see it. You know, you can even see it in, in how guys are playing that it's just, There's... just yeah, something's, something's going to break their way. But with this slide, I I almost feel a little bad. I made a comment to Ted Raimi coming out of the break that they're so inconsistent, they can't even put a losing streak together. And I'm really biting my tongue right
0: now. Oh, no. Yikes. <laughs> Hey, I mean, I'm not a fan. It's fine, hey, but you know,
1: yeah, it's yeah. But to but long story short, yeah, there there's definitely a sense of of frustration.
0: Yeah, and it's you you feel for them, and it's and it's tough. And then I guess from from the fan standpoint, it's like where is this where is this team going? It's like yeah. give us a clue. And I think. There's that. There's on top of trying to fight for a playoff spot, you know. Uh, you, but at the same time, you also know the kids need to get in. Uh, but uh, you know, Jonathan Dolan gets scratched. You know, you you wonder what's going on there. I, it's nice to see Jasper Weatherby back up. I thought yeah. he looked really good in his time. Yeah, maybe a, a fresh cup of coffee, get some more game time with the Cuda was nice. Uh, but I really liked him up there, especially being, I always liked to see that Tomas Holmstrom type of uh, yeah. guy on the power play. And I liked what Weatherby was doing uh, on there. Uh, but, um, you know, we, we hope to see uh, things turn around at the same time. I know there are a number of you and I, I see you all in the chat, you know, wondering, Hey, Oh my, lots of comments. Oh yeah. I mean, oh boy. There, there's, there's a, uh, we, we we won't get to all of them, but I mean, there's there's a lot of you know wondering where this team's going, wh- where why are they constructed this way? Can they compete this way? Um, you know, I mean, it's it, it and it's tough because it's like you play puck possession, you play defense first. You now you got to try to open it up offensively. You know what what next happens here and and you know and with the deadline you know it's it's tough to not say you know it's we can we're trying to fend it off but there are guys that are that could be going and and it depends on on these not just this week maybe the following week too uh that's that's gotta be on their heads
1: i mean i have to i mean i imagine that they were looking at things last week too um you know, when Joe Will said, well, you know, we're going to you know, look at things over the next five weeks. And I was like, no, nah, you guys are probably looking at stuff immediately and really taking like the stretch of games. And now with the losses and with the difficulties, I think they're taking a really hard look at, you know, Sharks Brass isn't going to say that, of course, from, you know, it's a business thing. Um, but I do understand where fans are coming from asking where this team is going, because the team doesn't look like it knows where it's going. And so it would behoove them to make you know, some good changes at the deadline. What those are, we'll see. They don't have a ton of cap space, so they can't do a complete overhaul, unfortunately. Right. And that gets into some very, very messy things. Oh. Um, <laughs> very messy
0: conversations, too.
1: But I do, but I do really, I do, I do think that they're already looking at things. I mean, um, whole thing with bringing to, with bringing to single end, I think that's the, that's just the start.
0: Yeah. And, and like we hit up off the top of the program, I liked what he brought tonight. I think that that was a nice pickup. He's wearing a fabulous Jersey number uh, To to be very honest, you know? I'm not, not going to be jealous that, you know, somebody's wearing my number, Brody. But, nope. you know. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's one of those it's one of those things where, you know, uh you, you see where they're going, but it's like, okay, what was is, was what is the, the fans are thinking? What is the message that's to send? Is that they're trying to salvage this, try to make a run for it? Or is it this is just a a hold? You know, yeah. And I see, no, no. I see. Pj I, saying, does he stick around after this season? You know.
1: Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, as of right, I mean, it's 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 only been one game, and that I mean, that's a total that's totally a fair question. I get the impression that pretty much anybody, I don't think they're bringing any, any, anybody in right now on a long term thing. I think I think if the plan is, if the plan is to make a push and get into the playoffs, they're bring guys in to, you know to salvage just the rest of this season and get in and get in um i don't think anybody's being signed to anything super crazy
0: yeah.
1: by the trade deadline
0: yeah and it I, th- I think that's where you know the players can be on the edge right now and it, and it, and i think it shows uh you know especially like a guy like Tomash Hurdle where a whole lot of things kind of you know can go up or down if he stays or not so, uh, you are the, uh, eyes and ears for, for us fans. So, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be watching all your info via Twitter and on NHL.com. Um, of course we, we would be remiss about, you know, uh, mentioning about what took place on Sunday night. Uh, <laughs> I got to ask first off, how was the popcorn?
1: i didn't have any of the popcorn oh. at that point it, at that point being late i try i try not to eat too too late um which is very hard on on game night um i did not you No, know, janice tried to hand me popcorn multiple times i was like no really i'm good i just want to go home um, <laughs> no we ended up only being i mean once i was done with my gamer i was only we were only still kept inside um for me, like an hour and a half, so it ended up not being too bad. But when I first got downstairs and okay, it's early, I get to get home early. I have to be up at six o'clock for one of my other jobs. Oh my this gosh. is great. And then the usher was like, "Yeah, you, you can't leave," and I was like, "Why?" Well, there well there well there's activity going on out there. I was like, "That doesn't tell me anything." <laughs> and he goes, "Well, activity. it could be." I was like, "I need to go home. I I just got off work." He goes, "Well, it could be up to three hours," and I was like. I'm not no my car's right there in front I want to go home and he goes well you can get an uber to go home and I was like I live in San Francisco bro that's not gonna happen so it thankfully they got that whole thing cleared up by I think by the time I got by the time I was about to leave, they were already kind of wrapping up their sweep of the area and making sure everything was OK. So I think I think by that point it was cool. But it was my it was they blocked off like the first like three or four rows of cars. And of course, mine's in like the second row, like right up next to where they have the barricade. And I was like,
0: no, <laughs> you're like, great. Thanks. Never
1: parking there ever again.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: We're no princess parking for Shalena. <laughs>
0: They just need to shift it over a little bit, you know, right? and everything. Uh, not, not gonna lie. I when I if I get to the tank early, I'm usually like in those first couple rows. So it's like, oh yeah, oh man. A, a, and uh, then I heard Curtis was trying to convince you to buy drinks for everybody if the well, bar was he, open. Yeah, he,
1: well, he he came down later, um, but we were like at opposite ends of the thing. So when he tweeted that um like right when he tweeted that they'd like shut the bar down maybe like a couple minutes before and so and so and so i was like dude i would have gotten us around (laughs) but uh (laughs) but uh, no it was uh we ended up leaving actually not that long after that so i wouldn't have wanted to have to like chug a beer before driving that would not have been good no
0: that would be icing on the power play which is no 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 uh our poll question tonight will you continue to attend sharks games through a rebuild uh, we, we've heard some of that come out uh, from last summer. Fifty-six uh, percent of you have said yes, you would. Twenty-three uh, percent would say no, and twenty-one percent of you have said already stopped attending. Uh, which is yeah, kind that of, sounds
1: right? about right. Since there's, it's just, it's so sad seeing how small the crowds are, um, and that started before this losing streak. It's hmm. just people. I don't know if it's. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know if it's you know, you know pre you know pre, pre you know previously it was you know COVID restrictions I think really scared people off. Um, I don't know if that's still the case. I don't know if it's, if people would rather stay home. I don't know if it has to do with the fact that a lot of time the Warriors play at the same time. Yeah. Um, there are all sorts of things. Um, but it's sad because even I mean I've covered losing seasons for them before and they still have you know. Upwards of you know like 14 15,000 people and now they're like Barely cracking 10.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's, you, know,
1: it's you know, it's you know, it's like Barracuda game
0: yeah. and, Crowds right now and they've they've gone below um, Cow Palace numbers so it, it, that's the first time we've seen when that you after. know it's bad. Yeah, that's it, when you know
1: I can tell there's less people in there w- without even looking because it's colder in there than it normally is Like, there aren't enough people to, like, generate heat. (laughs)
0: It's like, I need a blanket up top. Right. You know, you're already close. Blankets
1: and purse hooks.
0: Jonathan Becker, if you're watching, (laughs) just make sure we have purse hooks for Shalina, you know, on Thursday, please. So. I
1: tried I tried I tried to lobby to get a wine fridge in Kurz's spot and they didn't they didn't let they didn't let me do that after he left.
0: Uh, what's... I, was
1: like, I was like I was like dude next time you come I was like dude next time you're in town there's gonna be a wine cooler and like beer taps in your old
0: spot. <laughs> uh ooh, sorry, Kurz. Uh sorry, buddy. we have some nice Cabernet Sauvignon. Sorry. <laughs> or or except, Michael. Now,
1: except 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 now I sit in his seat, so
0: I see now. <laughs> Take that, Curse. Um, AJ. Uh, <laughs> what happens first, trade deadline day, or or Noah Gregor scores a goal?
1: That's a great question. Poor guy. I mean, that's a great question. It, oh God, it just no. And Noah Gregor gets he's he gets so much. Flack. There, there, there's always at least one player who gets the most flack out of anybody. I remember a few seasons ago when it was when it was Melker Carlson. And he yep. was—he hate me because just he—he he couldn't do anything right. Um, and Francis, uh, Noah Greger, it's just Noah Gregor—it's. Yeah, I remember watching him last year and being like, "Oh my gosh, this guy has so much potential." But I mean, you want to talk about guys who are showing their frustration? Noah Gregor showing his frustration oh, because man. even when he doesn't score, he's—he's he's got so much speed he's really really fast and he isn't even skating as fast as he normally does you can tell that he's already in his head like i'm not going to score you can just see it and I, i noticed that when he first came up and you know he he charged the net and then he and then he'd start holding up short he was already kind of not quite not quite going for it when he would get a good break and that's part of the problem, but now he's gotten to the point where you can tell the frustration has set in, and he doesn't even accelerate as much anymore when he gets a break. You can already tell that he's like, ah, "I'm not going to get this," and that's not good.
0: No, he needs that confidence boost big yeah. time. And, and he had that, he had that breakaway I think in the first period, and then the second period on a delay penalty call, he just gets stoned after a nice pass from Maribov. Yeah,
1: and you know, in this, I mean, the, in the organization, clearly uh clearly has just so much, just so much confidence in him.
0: Right.
1: Uh, you know they 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 really like him. they're really in his corner, and they you know and they really you know they really want him to get that goal, but it's I don't know I am I want to answer AJ's question. I'm not gonna lie though. I think the trade deadline's gonna come first before noah. Oh. Oh. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong,
0: yeah, to to which I think Jerry F says, oh, noah, not again, uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, clever uh nice one Jerry F and by the way, thank you for your Venmo donation. Of course all donations go help support the show and uh, play you know make sure that there's extra um, wine in Kevin Kurz's old seat uh, <laughs> for Thursday against the New York Islanders, which oh no, they're in stealth mode again um <laughs> are, are you surprised at how that that has really trended?
1: No, uh, not at all not at all of the, the the aggression towards the black armor from days of old. So once the stealth jerseys came up, I was like, this can't be good. This isn't going to be good. Um, you know, I mean, right now they're not winning in any jersey, so no. you, you can't really, but it's uh, it's just what it is. I, I love. I love all the superstition around sweaters. It's just so great. Oh it's so fantastic. We, 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 I love it in. I love it in like other sports too. It's one of my favorite things. But when the stealth. I remember these they first rocked the stealth jerseys. I think I think they went like two and O oh to start, and then they lost like three straight or something. And everyone's like, "Nope, Burnham, it's over, it's like, it's done.
0: I don't care if it has the fancy little circuitry with the little hidden SJ in there, which absolutely love but uh yeah yes. it's like uh, i mean
1: they i mean they i mean they are slick they are slick looking sweaters but yeah it's i knew that the second they lost them people that, that dance would just be like no <laughs> uh
0: felix wants to know what your favorite jersey iteration you know, is. i
1: like i like the old school. i like the super old school uh 90s teal ones i like the you know that they am um, that, that that they brought back for the anniversary That's... i love those i think those should be their alternates I think when you've got that great shade of teal um that you you just you you should that you should just run with with it it's just, it's a great color and that just i love that jersey so much it's beautiful i it, it drove me nuts you know and since i don't get jerseys or anything um i don't have i don't usually have as much of an opinion on it but it drove me nuts. so they didn't wear, wear their throwbacks for the for, for the outdoor game and they had those like neapolitan stripe <laughs> whatever the heck those were just
0: so hideous welcome to jersey ice cream talk with Shalena goldman
1: Uh, oh i would i would totally do that podcast that sounds great
0: hey you know all all i'm gonna say is you're in san francisco now and i drive out from concord to go to swenson's i think it's on union and Hyde. yup and and there's
1: yeah, there's two of them. There's one, yeah, yeah. there's the one on Union, and then there's one that's um, down, like, deep, like, deep in the Mission. Like, deep in the Mission.
0: Yeah, and... That's it, some good stuff. And they're vanilla custard. I know that sounds plain, but their vanilla custard oh, has it's, so much so good flavor. It, uh, it,
1: all all their, their, their stuff, it is just, it is the bomb. Yeah, It's kind of funny to be talking about ice cream right now because it is, I don't know if it was like this, um, you know, out in the bay for you but uh, we got hail here
0: today really
1: very cold i talked to my folks my folks were in san ramon and they had so much hail that it was like snow and my mom was like scraping ice off of her car Uh, uh,
0: of course as it usually happens in concord walnut creek uh it was sunny skies i got nothing it's like okay oh it's cold out oh the wind made it colder okay yeah, it's it's yeah. one of those things. No,
1: I, no, my mom texts me and she and, you know texts me this video of it hailing like monstrous hail, and I look out my window, you know, and it's blue sky, <laughs> but it's you no, know, it could it, but that's how the burbs are. Like you, it, it could be like raining in Danville, and you get into San Ramon, which is like right next to it, right. and it's like oh, it's just a little breezy
0: weird. And very
1: microclimates are weird. We, we do we've gone from ice cream to like meteorology. That's right. This is recovering all the bases
0: tonight. We we'll have traffic coming up in just 2 minutes folks. <laughs> In case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Smash that subscribe button on YouTube. It really does help us out a big time. You can also check us out on SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. And again, always available at tealtownusa.com. And you know who's always available at NHL.com is Shalina Goldman my dear you are wonderful i always appreciate uh you helping us out and coming on and giving us any information on that um your final thoughts and where people can find your work
1: i um i do write for nhl.com now it's pretty basic gamer type stuff so if you want to talk about something specific um you know and i and i and i will and i i am absolutely down to have conversations with people. If you come at me, you know, gangbusters and aggro, I'll probably tell you to shut up, but I'm always down to talk and I can, I'm, I'm always down to give a little bit of insight. So I am at Shalena Goldman. Come by and say hi, if, if nothing else.
0: Absolutely. I'm at Puckeye14 on the Twitter the Instagram. Uh, well, one more before we get out of here. Another question for Shalena. Do you think Trevor Zegers is the next big thing in the NHL in terms of creative goals
1: oh absolutely (sighs) absolutely Um, it's it's interesting I it's creative goals absolutely it would be really cool to see him but also just become well-rounded where he where he does everything because if you're just you know the one trick pony that just does you know just has the you know that just has the Michigan up your sleeve all the time that's not quite as fun but yeah absolutely Um, he's uh, and even just the way that he generates offense it's 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 he's he's incredibly creative. He's really fun to watch um, He's one where like I'll look I'll like like if I even just hear that he's scored a goal. I'll look up a highlight,
0: right? Which of course is a nightmare because he plays in the same division Of
1: course, of course there's I but I like I just like I said just even, even the way that he he like even sets his own goal up I it is yeah, he's creative goals. Absolutely.
0: I I knew when watching him during the World Juniors, he was going to be something special. And then I looked up, I was like, oh, crap, he's a duck's prospect. (laughs) Frick! Oh, geez. Again, again, thank you, Shalena, as always. Uh, We'll be back with you Thursday night following Sharks and Islanders. Will the Sharks break out of their slump? Will they break out of their stealth mode slump? And and how much crap will Shalena give Kevin Kurz on his return back to the Shark Tank? We'll see. Uh, Until then, thank you so much for watching. We really do appreciate it. Shalina, thank you so much as well.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And until then, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you Thursday night following the Sharks and Islanders.